Hello again. You're listening to the News at One. It's been the longest running of shows with a few cast changes along the way. But today, Brexit, the protocol saga, looks like reaching its finale. The key actors have assembled in London. The script has apparently been written and we expect to see the drama unfold in the next few hours. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen took advantage of one link with the UK that remains, the Eurostar, to travel to the British capital this morning, where she's to meet Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Ms von der Leyen said they were turning a page in the EU-UK relationship. It's thought the deal, which would end two years of wrangling over the protocol, could include fewer checks on goods entering Northern Ireland and a role for Stormont politicians in how EU rules would be applied. We'll have reaction from Northern Ireland business shortly. But first, we've been speaking to Thonashta and Minister of Foreign Affairs, Michal Martin. Has the deal been done, I asked him. Well, I think the very fact that uh, the President of the Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, is travelling to the UK today to meet with Prime Minister Sunak is, uh, I think, a very clear manifestation of very significant and substantial progress in the negotiations between the UK and the EU. And uh, I think we leave it to both the President of the Commission mm-hmm. and the British Prime Minister to announce whatever has to be announced this afternoon. But uh, I think it's it's clear that very significant progress has been made. And from our engagement and contacts with both uh, UK government and with the EU, uh, what was very clear that over the last number of months, trust did build up between the two parties. Uh, Very substantial and serious negotiations have taken place in fairly significant detail, um, working up fairly substantive papers. The primary concerns that had been articulated you know, by political parties in Northern Ireland, particularly unionism in respect of the uh, goods going from uh, Great Britain to Northern Ireland and that there would be, um, you know, unfettered access particularly to a lot of goods. The decision of the UK government to open up the data uh, to the EU, I think, was a game changer, uh, which has facilitated uh, a new, fresh approach to that issue. Mm -hmm. And also then issues around the democratic deficit in terms of uh, inputs into uh, future European Union regulations that may impact on Northern Ireland. And then other issues Mm -hmm. around that and state aid. So So all of these issues, I think, have been responded to. I think the European Union has listened. And on that question of, of some input from, from uh, the Stormont executive, perhaps from the Assembly, into the, the application of EU rules in Northern Ireland, that, that, that has been resolved, has it? Well, I think the, the precise mechanisms around that will, will in all likelihood be revealed uh, in, in the next day or two. But the point I was making is that the issue has been raised consistently with Europe uh, and indeed with us. And I, I believe that has been listened to. Uh, and all of those issues that have been raised, I think people will find a genuine attempt at a response to those issues. Right. And the DUP's famous seven tests, is this a deal that you hope that would, Tornister, would meet those, those seven tests which have been outlined by Geoffrey Donaldson? Well, first of all, I, I respect that, that, that this is a matter that the DUP would have to uh, consider uh, within its party. Uh, but I would say that genuinely the European Union uh, has listened uh, to the concerns that have been articulated consistently by the DUP, the UUP and others in, in Northern Ireland in respect to the operation of the protocol. Uh, and I do believe that the key issues that have been identified have been responded to in a substantial way. That would be my assessment of it. But obviously... That to be fair to all concerned, one has to wait the full publication 
of, of agreements and so on and the on, on the specific items uh, and it really will obviously be a matter uh, for, for parties to to, to um, consider and, and 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 respond but it seems to me that uh, over the last number of months these issues have been negotiated at great length I think the UK government and the EU have been very conscious of the issues in Northern Ireland and I think everybody collectively, British government, Irish government, European Union uh, have been very concerned that all of this really is about the future of Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, economically, uh, politically, whilst always underpinning the constitutional status of Northern Ireland as, as enshrined in the Good Friday Agreement. More broadly, Ursula von der Leyen arriving in London this morning, Thomas, has talked about turning a new page in EU-UK relations. A new chapter is the way she, she characterised what uh, this holds out the prospect, uh, the prospect of. Now, how important is that for Ireland, that eu UK relations are on a good set, are on a good sound footing. Very important for Ireland. I would say very important for, for Europe. Um, and I've been consistently articulating this for quite a number of years. It's one of the great regrets of Brexit that I have. I think on the bigger geopolitical uh, issues, such as the war on Ukraine, the energy crisis, climate change, uh, migration, there is a need for a very strong and harmonious relationship between the United Kingdom and the European Union. And that then feeds into the British-Irish relationship. And it's fair to say that the Brexit situation, the protocol, all of those issues have, I think, created challenges for the British-Irish relationship over the last three years. And I think the, the resolution of these issues I think we'll give an opportunity, an opportunity to really reset the British-Irish relationship um, into the future. Um, and I've noticed, and to be fair to uh, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, I think he's invested a lot in this. Uh, Chris Eaton-Harris as Secretary of State for Northern Ireland and um, the, the UK government, particularly through the British-Irish Intergovernmental Conference. The last one we had in Dublin was probably one of the most substantive ones in over a decade that we had with a number of British ministers attending. So it's very, very important for us that the EU-UK really relationship is normalised and to use President von der Leyen's words that the UK is seen as a partner and a friend uh, and not you know a source of ongoing friction between the EU and the United Kingdom and I think today's uh, it's in the words of the President von der Leyen it's, it's, it's a new chapter and that's how we see it also uh, and of course what's critical for, for Ireland is that we have and the Good Friday Agreement is that consequential on this that the institutions of, of the Good Friday Agreement the Assembly and the Executive uh, will be restored because I think the people of Northern Ireland deserve a functioning assembly and a functioning executive to deal with the issues of the day. Just finally, and on another matter, there have been comments in recent days, which you may have read, um, from Martin Cormacan, who um, is the HSE's lead for infection control. He was a member of NEFA during the pandemic, and he's uh, made clear in comments uh, some unhappiness with the way the uh, NEFIT and dealt with the pandemic, some of the public health um, advice that was given. Um, do do you would you still hope? Would you expect? Do we need an inquiry into how the pandemic was dealt with? Uh, we do. We need an evaluation. Is, is the word I've used? We we need to learn lessons from how we handled the pandemic. I mean, on the global macro figures, Ireland did well in terms of limiting the number of lives lost. Although a lot of people suffered significantly, I have to say that many families did, and our health service came under enormous stress. But that said, given the nature of of, of once in a one hundred year event, of course we should evaluate all aspects of the management and handling of the pandemic, uh, and that's something that the government is. 
uh, walking on. Uh, there has been, or last year, the Minister of Health set up a public health team uh, to analyse it from a public health perspective, and that will feed into a wider evaluation of how Ireland did uh, during the pandemic. Uh, I think that is important, um, and that all voices are heard. And um, so, so I would look forward to we putting realising that. Yeah, this year. Oh yes, yeah, certainly within the year. Donald said Michal Martin speaking to me earlier. We